welcome to TA1. Everything you wanted to know about adventure racing and then some with a heavy eco-challenge slant. I'm your host, legendary Randy Erickson. And we have one of those rare events. This is a not all, not a live event, but almost. I just finished recording the Ambres de Maze 30, 40 minutes ago. And we're getting this up, so... You'll probably hear it when it's about an hour old. Um, uh, Spoilers, not not many, but if you haven't watched all the episodes, hit pause, go watch them, and then come back and listen. So, um, yeah, this this was fun. Um, Three of the teams plus their tack. So we got a a pretty good uh, idea of everything that went on for them. So... There's that. Uh, the only other thing I want to talk a little bit about is uh, USARA Virtual Nationals Film Project. And you can find a little bit more about that. We'll put a video out. But basically, if you're doing um, the VNATs, we want you to help make a movie. Film yourself uh, while you're out on the course. Um, upload it to the event page or any of your social media. Um, hashtag it. We are together. Tag me in it. I will find it. Um, I'll bring them all together and we'll put a video together that shows. Um, yeah, we don't need to be together. We just want to want to be together. Anyway, that's um, about all we got going on. For now, so go fast, take chances, and thanks for listening. So do you guys, I think you can hear me, do you want uh, cameras on or not? Hey there, Andy. Hey. Hi, how are you? Ah, good. There. I see Maria. So, so, uh... Just you two, or is our rest coming with us? It should be. Um, hold on. I'm going to rename there. You can call me Gabby. Hey, Gabby. Yeah. Ooh. They're writing in right now. How have you been? I have been so busy this last week with adventure race stuff, I can't believe it. Isn't it, <laughs> isn't it insane, all the, all, the, all the hype and the commotion? So, so since... Since the show came out, since the show came out, we've added like 800 people to the Adventure Teammate Finder page. Wow! <laughs> so we're like up to like 2,500 people there. And then personally, I've I've been working with about 20 teams in the last week, looking for you know people trying to put teams together. So yeah. by tomorrow. By tomorrow. Well, last year we were doing one. I was here in South Dakota, a friend of mine in England, and we were doing it at like two o'clock in the morning here. And, and they got it put together, but they didn't. You know, and we were talking with another gal who was at a mountain bike race in Colorado. So <laughs> it, it, it's, yeah, it's been nuts. It's uh, cool. I mean, I have like 20 people wanting to join the teammate finder page right now that I haven't got to. And from your feel of this, are most people just wanting to do eco or they want to do adventure racing? They, um, <laughs> they all want to do eco, but there's a, there's a pretty good handful that are like, 
I just want to be an adventure. I want to do adventure racing. Yeah, we'll do eco. Um, That's pretty- but you know, we got a couple. There's a there's a race in Florida in February, C to C, that I yeah, think. Um, uh, let's see, we got more people coming. Let's see, Andreas. And how do you say live? Andreas is, is just wrote me. He says he's going to be in mute because he's on his and his, but he'll be getting home in like any minute now. Okay. Yeah. He's finally there. He'll take mute off. So. And there's Little Lord, my husband. He was attacked. Nice. Hi, Rodney. How are you? I'm doing good. We're just talking about how busy we all are. And, you know, the joke in the United States is it's like New Year's New Year's Day. You know, everybody wants to get into fitness on New Year's Day, right? So we'll, we'll see how many are still here in February. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Well, I mean, we have started because that's the way I do it. We, we put all this mumbo jumbo in there because so who who wants to introduce themselves first well i can do that okay okay we are team members de maiz from guatemala my name is netzer kwan i'm the team captain uh, we went to eco challenge last year with andres duarte gabi molina that it's there our tag it's gabi's husband leopoldo and uh, we miss uh, a friend that is called Sebastian Lancho. Okay. So, and there's Andreas. Yes. Just got home. Just got home. <laughs> so, uh, Ambres de Mayas, what does that mean? Well, that means, if you translate it in Spanish, it means men of corn. Mm-hmm. It comes from a sacred book of the old Mayans. Uh, the name of the book was, uh, it, it was called Popol uh, Buch. And it's simply, it's, it's, it's very simply. They, the Mayans said that the men was made of corn. So that's why the, the name of the team, and we got it since 1998, Gabi? Yes. Since 1998, the, Ma- the first team of, eco- of uh, venture racers started with the name Hombres de Maiz, holding that kind of uh, very patriotic, very, it means a lot for someone from Guatemala to say that Hombre de Maiz, were the people of corn. So, yeah, it, 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 so it's a very symbolic to like the nation, right? Yes. yes. So uh, what happened in 1998 to... You decided you want to be adventure racers. You want me to get this one? That's a well. We're yeah, actually sure. second generation, ah. so the, the name is created so that no matter where, because we're trying to open, we don't get many races here, right? So mm-hmm. when we do go out, we've actually traveled a lot, but we want a, a good team to represent Guatemala. So the name is we want people to remember. We and like. Like the names that we know of good teams, the, the, the team name stays and maybe members go changing because you always want to take the top people that are ready in that moment. Mm. So the name starts with a, with our friends, gener- like, a, like a little bit, not too much older than us, but definitely a 10 year gap. Yeah. So they were in their prime when the first like <laughs> boom came out late nineties, early two thousands. And we were just coming in and like learning from them and getting, growing our own wings when 
when I guess Eco disappeared, but we stayed in the Venturi Sting circuit. So we've been, we've been staying in the AR World Series circuit with uh, Netsit and Leopold and others. We've in, in Lancho, we've tried to go whenever we go to the States and participate in like an USADA race. Mm. As the maize goes, and so we want to leave that. So hopefully, the next generation will, well, not soon, but one day they will replace <laughs> us. Yeah, I get it. Very cool. So, like, how big of a pool do you guys draw from of of racers? The whole. I mean, I'm. Gonna, I know you're going to say the whole country, but <laughs> I think that's something that's been lacking. Maybe right now it's going to wake up some some of a. Well, there were here races in the beginning of the 2000s, and it was smaller, but, but we have a lot of insecurity issues and violence, and so not not a lot, but enough that organizing and putting on these endurance races here in the past 10 years has been a little bit more complicated, yeah. and also socioeconomic barriers, so maybe there's people fit to do it, but I think we're still pretty much towing in there as... What do you think, Ned said? There's few of us. Well, Randy, like Gabby said, uh, probably the last adventure race in Guatemala was about eight years. And there were only like probably 10 teams. Most of them come from triathlon or mountain biking. Uh, we have a lot of people doing triathlons or mountain biking or cycling, but not none, almost none adventure racing so we can count it with our fingers probably well we are a group of five or six people probably another six or seven more so i think this is generally central america not only guatemala because you saw costa rica racing in eco challenge also but they are kind of like guatemala not too many adventure racers yeah i mean it's yeah you guys you you have a a small population and, and a few and a few let's let's say you don't have permit problems but you have your problems putting on races <laughs> so we have to worry about liability and things like that but we have to worry about other issues yeah <laughs> so where do you guys race mostly well for us uh, probably will be united states uh, we have been racing Twice a year in United States, we we choose a, a race that it's in the USADA calendar. Mm-hmm. So we always trying to be top two or top three to to win a pass for the USADA. Yeah. As you know, the USADA it's only for Americans. So, yeah. well, they let us be in the race. Yeah. We we've been there like three times. I think it was 2016, 17, and 18. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's it. In 2018, we went to Patagonia. Okay. So we already already know a little bit of Patagonia. <laughs> okay, so I got I got to ask you this about Patagonia. Are are you guys as nuts for that country as everybody else is? <laughs> yes, yes, we do. <laughs> so yeah. my wife has raced there twice, and neither and neither race was went exceptionally well. And uh, she's like, I, I want to go back. <laughs> so, Hard. Yeah, it's definitely not easy terrain. No. I mean, the terrain is tough, but but it's beautiful. Yeah. So I am assuming you guys have applied for for next year. <laughs> Hell yeah! 
Yes. So we we hear from we hear from another country. So is it Leo, Leopoldo? Yes, sir. Okay. So you guys got to understand that I butcher the the Spanish language. I think Gabby, I told you the only uh, the only Spanish I know is Banyo because our our dog came from uh, from Patagonia. Brown and back, Arthur. Yes, Paul. Well, you've heard the story of Arthur, right? We were yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> Julie. We were there. Yeah, I I literally I was there when Arthur. Yeah, I was there too. So I'm the only journalist, quote unquote, that never got a picture of Arthur because I was busy answering. <laughs> I was busy answering phone calls from people saying, if they don't take Arthur home, you bring him home. <laughs> so, <laughs> We have a, 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 a nice story about Arthur also. Uh, tell me. Well, uh, we had another partner that it's not right now with us on, on our team. We were at the transition where that team name was, what was the name of that team at that time, Gabby? Karen, that was Karen was with um, the jackets. Uh, Solomon. It? No, it's no, the, no. The, a European team. Um, oh, they, they were, were they were the military guys from Norway? No, uh, no, no they they are from Sweden, I think. Performance, no something. I don't remember. The yeah. thing is that Karen was the strongest on the team. Mm -hmm. The all the other three guys were like sl sleeping under right. the stuff. And Karen. Yeah, and Karen had the camera guy filming. She was like making push-ups and doing everything. So we were laughing. We were at the side, but we start to open our gearbox and starting to to eat some food, some cookies, and then Arthur came. Ate our food for the food, and and our friend. ¿Cómo le decís que lo pateó, Gaby? My friend got a little angry because it was his only fruit cup that he'd been waiting for like two days to eat, and he's like. It's like kicking, running after Arthur because he's about to eat the one thing he's been waiting for for like two days. So, that's that's a good person. <laughs> so, how excited were you guys? You know, you see the eco challenges coming back. I mean, how long did it take you to say we we need to do this? Like two minutes. <laughs> No. Spoken like Netzer yeah. just received the message and he spread it out and he registered all of the team before asking everyone else. So, so that was amazing. Yes. Well, that that's that's a true adventure racer, right? You don't ask; you just do it. <laughs> it comes from the heart. Mostly because we were just watching the the TV show, so there there was no. No really point in asking us. Ah. So, very cool. So, um, here's here's the easy part for me, and, and I'm just going to say, tell me about the race. <laughs> and remember, nobody wants to hear me talk; they want to hear you. But I'll, I mean, I, did you were you able to go early to the and and like learn to sail and all that kind of stuff, or how did that work for you guys? I I can uh, respond to that. The I was very very afraid of the sea and the sailing uh, because well 
we don't we don't have a sea near uh, near our houses. We don't have a seafront or uh, we just uh, I I did practice with the sailing team with a sailing instructor here in Guatemala. So okay. for me personally, um, I was the one that that got the certification and everything on on the sailing. And I was the most afraid because uh, those uh, sail boats, they have uh, where they are, there is uh, they were ancient in the form of uh, uh, piloting them. You have to to turn down the the sail and uh, and uh, go it to the other side and turn it the sail all the way to the other side. Anchor it and then turn it up if you want to change the the way. So uh, that was uh, our scariest. Uh, well, that was my my biggest uh, afraid of for the, the the discipline. I was most afraid of, and uh, because of the um, of we have uh, no wind and. Uh, we we just we have practiced when uh, when to get up the sails. Everyone at uh, when uh, reaching the mark of the sea where we have to to take the sails out. Everyone was trying to sail, and uh, there was no wind, so we we passed them through, and uh, we checked to the island at uh, fifth place. So where there was there was basically bent racing and uh, the Kiwis, New Zealand, uh, even uh, even uh, Spain, the uh, the team that was leading the race, uh, uh, the uh, leading the top three, they weren't in the in the first uh, island when we got there. And uh, it was pure strategy. So that was our highland highlight of the race. Yeah, but see, one of you should have blown up and stripped down to your underwear. And you got on TV. <laughs> Andy, we actually didn't have time to make it like too many days before. We did like a, a couple, four, three days because we all have our work and our yeah. family and our kids. And it's far and... And so we did manage when we got there. Netsid and I have been studying Fiji since the second we got accepted. Like we studied where everything was and what we could get access to. And I managed to get, um, we were looking for sailing is different than Kamakau. And then, you know, Shane, Shane was nice enough to be one day where he was like, Gabby, call this girl. She might sneak you in. She's only accepting like 10 teams and I think I was the 10th team to call. And so we did manage to get like one day, uh, what, an hour and a half, I think. An, an hour and a half practice. Yeah. 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 So, but then the ones that we actually got weren't like the ones that we had, that they had only two of us got on the, on the comic which wasn't I. So I think our strategy, our first goal was just to finish eco since we always thought, We've always heard very few people finish. Yeah. So that was the goal. So our first, when we saw that there was no wind and Netta just said, just keep, just keep rowing and just keep rowing. And, and we managed to do, I think we didn't stop and lose any time. So that was our highlight. Like Andres says, the very cool. getting to the Island. <laughs> so, well, let, let's, I, um, 
just let let's spoil this right now because tell everybody how you finished. You, twenty uh, fifth, but twenty fifth with a lot of obstacles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and th- and this is a stupid question. Are you happy with it? Obviously, you were. Did you? It, I mean, did you? Is that kind of where you thought if you finished, you'd finish? I mean, you're I just you... share something with you. I don't think I've shared with my team. It's the first race that I ever stood on the fit on the starting line and said, I might not finish this. Like, cause mm-hmm. from what I remember Vico, I mean, I think even Jason Magnus said it too. He was like, we've always had this theory that eco is so hard that few teams finish. So I was like, our goal was that, but I was like, I don't know where I'm going to. Yeah. I thought it was good. So yeah, we're completely happy with that 25th, but I will share with you that we're super pumped because we never, we got to, we, I mean, we've been in the circuit, so we know other teams. Yeah. We just never, the team was solid. And I think we were super happy with what we did because we never gave up and we kept going strong, but we're left with that, like with that thorn that, Oh, we could have done much better. Yes. You know what I mean? People that we have had teams that we've admired and respect and continue to respect were with them or maybe at points just playing like yo-yo. So that to us has motivated us. We, we, we want more. Yeah. Does that, um, so here's, you know, people that listen to this podcast have heard me say this like 300 times. <laughs> uh, cyclists after they finish the tour de France think that they're, they have gone to another level. Have you guys as a team now gone to another level? Yes, yes, totally. Um, uh, well, previously of that for me and uh, for many of the team, Costa Rica, the World Championship was the hardest race. And we did there uh, 10 days, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, this was our only big, uh, biggest uh, Another scale of, of racing, uh, usually the world championships uh, last like five days, six days. So when when we got uh, here on, the, on on six day and uh, we were thinking three more days, that's a, that's a mind a mind game, a really really challenging for the mind. And uh, and yes, and uh, in this particular race uh, all the stages have uh, one trick that we don't know like it was planned to perfection in each and every stage there was a trick at least at uh, at the near at the finish of that stage at the um, at the sailing well you got to sail, but there was no wind. At the bicycle, where you cannot ride the bicycle, you have to push it and carry it. At the at the stand-up paddleboard, well, there was uh, there weren't like uh, sixty kilometers in a paddleboard. No, there were upstream. At the Billy Billy, there was it was downstream, but uh, those things don't move. Uh, even because even uh, if there were on the on the on on uh, current uh, favor current and uh, everything everything every stage was like that so 
that was a, a really difficult part uh, in uh, in uh, in the mind. Yeah. No. How do you guys deal with? Let, let I mean, let's say the mud. I mean, do you just accept it and move and just keep moving, or do you? you my my always I like think people you stop and scream and yell for thirty seconds and then move on, but. How Gabby, you, Gabby can, Gabby <laughs> can respond that. Randy, I think you know about worlds in Costa Rica. Yes. You know about worlds in Huayrasinchi. Mm-hmm. We thought it yeah. was totally impossible for someone to create a muddier race. Like we've already <laughs> had this trauma, right? Yeah. Well, this, this was muddier. Wow. And it was the bike. And I think it's one of, they're, they're saying that because I had a crucial moment of like very few times in my life have I lost my mind and ditched my bike and threw it and screamed and then was like, and then and Andres was right behind me. He was like, Gabby, just remember, this is, we're not going to let Bear Grylls and Mark Burnett beat us. It's <laughs> nothing to do with physical. This is all in your head. And I'm like, it was dark and I'm just like, it was, that was really hard section for me. Like that for me was not, forget the physical. It's just a matter of like, it went beyond the psychological area. I didn't have, yeah, I blew up for a few minutes and then I was like, I still to get out of here. I need to walk to the next point. So it's like, push it through. And we never stopped. You keep going, but you're going, you're having this circus in your mind. Yeah. Yeah, it's very the, the normal the normal stage of Gabby is uh, when she's suffering a lot. That's that's her flow. That's her I I don't that's her mojo. That's that's she her her zone. <laughs> and uh, to see to hear her scream and. Uh, <laughs> To really uh, break break down, that was uh, really uh, some uh, uh, yeah. Like in Costa Rica, in Costa Rica, she was crying because of the of the sciatica. She was taking uh, painkillers. Like she had to take one every eight hours if he felt pain. And uh, she was like uh, taking them like every hour, maybe, <laughs> and crying every time she she cleaned, she put her her foot on the pedal, and uh, this was the only part I have uh, seen her break down. Yeah, well, it, I mean, it just goes to show how much tougher women are than we are. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, what what was your what was your favorite part of the race, except the finish? You're not allowed to say the finish. That's it. For me, was the canyoneering that was on the second leg, mm-hmm. uh, where the race got stopped. Uh, we were running with another 14 teams. We are we we were going down the stream a river and then got into the small jungle and got through the 
to the canyoneering part. It was amazing. It was pretty, pretty dangerous, but it was yeah. It was the like the highest part of the of the race. I would say the highlands for me was a big perk. The I I dabble more in ultra running when I'm when we're not doing AR and. Mm -hmm. We did a little mini ultra there because it was like 45K where we met up with two other teams. I think Mexico. Who else are we with, Nitsa? Australia. England. Oh, we were with England. England. And, yeah. and we pretty much ran it on day like six or seven. And the Highlands was just like this mystical. Gabby dropped out. We can, now we can talk about yeah. her. She she can't hear us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the light went off here in the house. Oh. I don't know why I'm still here. Because well, you're, you're more important. <laughs> my, my, favorite, my favorite part of, was also the, the, the canyoneering and the, the rafting. The rafting was beautiful. And uh, because it's rafting, uh, it's a, a little a rest. We even got uh, time, like five minutes, each one of us to sleep. And, but it was really fun and uh, also exciting because that's the, the only time we were guiding the, the raft. Uh, we always in Guatemala, obviously we are taking uh, the course and we raft with a guide. Yeah. So if we make a mistake, uh, he tells us no. Uh, that's the wrong way. But that was uh, we were guiding the the raft with only a map. So that was really, really something else. Well, and that's something I noticed. I was I was I don't know. I mean, how much white water was it? That, you know, I thought no guides, but it looked like there was at least a few few good little rapids in there. They, they, yeah. gave, they gave me at the beginning a, a small map with the, the, the whole river. I remember that it was 11, 11 points. Yes. About, yes. about class two, maybe three. Okay. I think we, we didn't have any class three. All of them were like class two. But all of them were like in the first part of the river. We we, uh, we had a, a big part at the end of the river that the river was pretty wide. That means that we have to paddle a lot. So that was uh, when we take turns to to rest a little bit. Okay. We got lucky too because I know that the day before us, when we crossed the river to get to that section, the river was a lot bigger. Hmm. It definitely went down from one day to another. Yeah. Well. And that's something, so, you know, I live in the middle of South Dakota, so, you know, I've said this before, every time I'm near an ocean and shooting something, I always look down and see a bag floating because I don't understand tides. I don't really understand how fast those rivers come up. Can can you kind of tell the people, like, like, if you get a rainstorm, how fast does the river come up and how fast, you know, go down? Can, I mean, do you look at it and see? I can answer that, Randy. Okay. I was I was at Cab One. Leopold can tell you about that. While the when the when it started raining, and we were we were taking a bath at the at the river, 
and I swear it was below our knees, like it was one foot, one foot and a half, yeah. probably. And it started pouring rain, like you don't have an idea. After three hours, the the river went up like almost meter and a half. Oh. So it was insane and, and continue raining, pouring rain, and it was like incredible. And suddenly it started like uh, helicopters and uh, all the communication, they, they called us to the camp. So they want to tell us because uh, this team was uh, in, in a lot of risk because in parts that they had to swim with probably meter and a half, two meters deep, they have to climb like five meters up the, the mountain because it was impossible to go through and they were going uh, upstream. Yeah. So it was really dangerous if the if if the river take them down. So it was it was insane. So yeah, so I mean, yeah, it, it you just have to wait it out, right? Nothing else you can yeah. do. Yeah. No. So That's why they call out for the for the dark zone. Yeah. Exactly. So how do you guys how did you deal with your um with the sleep strategy, with all this, with you know the mandatory stops, how did how do you, I mean, do you work that in from your beginning plan, or do you get started and then deal with it? Gabby, Gabby, well, That's it. okay, <laughs> we have a strategy, but uh, I guess we also oh, go ahead. Dale. Okay, go ahead. We have a strategy. Normally, we we with that's we we like we been, had a, in that whole team. We had a plan, but we had to, maybe we wouldn't have stopped so much. So we had to take what like what we had planned plus what was thrown at us as, as well because we had to use two sleep cards. I think there that's it. they took away two sleep cards at that first rest, at that first transition. One, just one. One. Yeah. Oh, just one. Okay. Well, okay. Well, so we had stopped more than we. Wanted. I, I don't know if it's my computer, but I don't hear so well. Yeah, Gabby? yeah. Gabby's um, breaking Gabby, up. Gabby, Gabby, you should turn to the back to the Wi-Fi. Okay. Yeah. Well, Randy, uh, yeah. our first strategy for this was that we wanted to to make it probably forty eight hours racing without sleeping, mm -hmm. and then probably we get to camp one. And then uh, take a cart and probably sleep like four hours or three hours. So we did it. We 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 did uh, almost forty-eight hours of racing without no sleep. Uh, all of all of us were okay. Mm. Uh, yeah. On the first two days, we had a lot of, of paddle, a lot a lot of, a lot of water. Uh, the water sometimes makes you sleepy, mm. but. Since it was the beginning of the race, I think we were pretty uh, wake up. So we arrived at the at the first camp, and and we find out that the race was going to stop. So we need to to use a, a sleep card, and and then we can sleep for another two hours. So that helps a lot. Yeah, I mean, and, I can add something else. Uh, Randy, yeah. I think they had a really good strategy 
because they were planned of a first as Netzer said uh, go continue for 48 hours and then start using the sleeping cards in the camps and don't fall asleep like in the middle of the day at X point so they were they were very, very conscious about doing that and and like planning to get like on time to the to the camps or, or, or the places that they could take the cards so they won't waste uh, more time of sleeping during the day or, or in the middle of nowhere but getting into the into the transition areas yeah so you use the cards and that's, I, that's very interesting so you guys like literally had cards that you had to turn in yeah oh that's see these are the this is what I love about doing this is we're getting all these little details that I mean, yeah, we've heard the sleep zones, but nobody said you got to give them a card so you can sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know I mean, there, and there's that when you go out. Yeah, there's and, another. And you have, sorry, and you have to tell the organize the organization that you're gonna take the four hours sleep or only two, or, or you you have to uh, pronounce yourself what yeah. is the strategy or what you're gonna do in the in the camp. Yeah. So in, yeah. No, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. sorry. In every camp, uh, you also have another 90 minutes mm -hmm. to stay there. Mandatory. Yeah. So no. that's no. a lot of times to, to get rest if you, use, if you use it well. Yeah. Do you guys feel like you used it well? At the beginning, yes. <laughs> Probably me as a captain, I can say at the end, not so good because mm -hmm. last camp we that means camp four okay. we, we take we took our rest for about two or three hours i wake up earlier than these guys because i had to plot my map and to see uh, where where we're going on the last leg so 30 minutes later we were on a bike, and the other guy that is missing here in the video, he he told me that he needs to sleep, that he cannot go on. Yeah. So we we took twenty minutes, Randy. Yeah. Only twenty minutes, and then we go. We wake up another forty minutes in the dark on the mountain bike, and then again, this guy, I need to rest again. <laughs> so that takes us a lot of rhythm, and and it's. Frustrating yeah. sometimes. Uh, but what do you do? I mean, yeah, it, it's, they, they need it's, to rest. They need to rest. Yeah. yeah, we need to get safe to the next part because at night, with your bicycles, you don't see anything, and that part was pretty pretty dangerous because there were a, you you grab a lot of speed. Yeah. You know? Um. Yeah. Here, here's. Here's what's always interested me, and, and I bet you this doesn't bother you in the least, but like like when I've been in Costa Rica or Ecuador, um, the United States, even in the middle of nowhere, looks like daylight at the middle of the night because <laughs> there's lights everywhere, you know, every every farmhouse, every you know. Do you guys um, – excuse me for saying I suppose Guatemala is kind of like that? So does that not freak you out in the middle of the night when it's so pitch black that you you can't see anything? I love it. I love it. For me, it's I better. love the dark. I love the dark. Yeah. So they have they have dark souls. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, and I'm going to say in, in uh, you know, total honesty, I live in the middle of the woods, so at night, I mean, I can walk outside and see the space station fly over when it comes over. So I love the dark also, but but it but it's not the same dark that you guys are used to. It just it's yeah. There there was a time in the in the in the hike well hike a bike in the mud in the at Fiji that. Uh, we just, I think, we just got uh, a, how do you say, aburrido or bored, bored yeah, uh-huh. uh, with the other, with our other teammates, and I got, uh, I, I can't stand Gabby, and we weren't tough, uh, talking anymore, net either. So we just got separated like maybe 200 meters, 100 meters, not much, but uh, for like for one uh, hour and a half, maybe two hours, I didn't see or hear anyone of, of them. So it was, uh, I, I, you, you got your demons talking, but uh, it was, it was nice just try, just being in the in the middle of the jungle. I I have never been so alone in my life with uh, just mud around. <laughs> well, that that's an interesting question. Do you do you get bored out there ever? You know, I mean, obviously it's it's mind numbing when you're just you know pushing I, through I the don't. mud. But I so. don't. I, me, I have the same problem like Andres that probably in that particular part of the race, we were like in, in couples, uh, Gabby and Andres in, were in the back. and But I have my partner at the side and we were like walking like two or three hours and didn't talk, didn't say anything. We were just walking, walking, probably, I don't know, the first question that I had in my mind was, "What what was I doing here? <laughs> I should be in my bed." But uh, I I doesn't get bored because it's a new country for me. Uh, it was a new mountain. It was a new challenge for me. Almost it, everything was new for me, so I, yes. I never get bored. I, the thing I love most about Expedition and what I think I liked most about Eco is it goes back to, like, for me, when I started Expedition, I primarily like Expedition. Like, like sprints for me, I suffer. It's like 30 hours. Like, when I say sprint, shorter ones, 24 hours, 30. And those are tough for me because it's like you have to go harder. I like the long ones. I like the hallucinations. I like that struggle. And, and when I started this in the early 200s in, in the Patagonia, for example, in Desafio, what I liked about expedition is that the legs get long and you get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm bored of biking. Get me walking. Mm-hmm. I'm bored of, of hiking. Get me on a bike. I was like, I like that part of expedition. I think it's what, if it's too fast and I don't feel the same thing as I feel. And it's that, and it's those struggles that you go in that last section where you push through that boredom, that boredom. It's kind of like I'm overpowering. Right. Yeah. I haven't touched a paddleboard since Fiji. Okay? <laughs> I don't want to see a paddleboard yet, but it's like, that's the part of expedition. I think that I always really liked. I like the old format of long legs. Yeah. I haven't touched a paddle 
<laughs> a bottle. Yeah. Well, come on. No adventure racer trains trains with paddling. It's just what you do during races. So, what was the um, what was the biggest thing that you had thing wrong that you had about the race going into it? Something you were thinking that this is what's going to happen or this is what it's going to be like. And it was completely wrong. Probably hmm. when when Andres broke his bicycle. Yeah. yeah. So maybe Andres can tell you something about what he, he my, my my back my bike was foolproof. It was uh, all the 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 pieces that could fail were replaced, but uh, on the on the mechanic where they were installing so maybe uh, he, the mechanic missed like one turn of uh, 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 I don't I I don't remember the word uh, just uh, adjusting one turn of a bolt and that was it for and the mod to 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 fail Oh. And uh, uh, almost uh, blew out our our dream of finishing. And uh, in the first bike, bike leg. Second, second bike leg. Second bike leg, yeah. Billy, when we got off, we were doing a really good bike. We were doing really well, actually. Yeah. And we were actually pumped because we were doing a little bit more than we thought. <laughs> we never thought, we didn't dream this possible. So when we were there, we did dream it, but it was like, okay, this is awesome. We're here, we're here, we're here. I think that's where in the moment, and I'm pretty proud of us, we never, no one got angry, no one said anything. We walked into the camp and we're like, we have this problem. But, but I think everyone was just like, we didn't flinch a second and say, okay, this is over. We're kind of like never gave up hope. And we're like, all right, what's going to change is the objective or the push and we're going to find a solution if we can. Yeah. But no one ever mentioned, okay, this is it. It's over. Like, that pit in the stomach, you didn't want, maybe Andres was thinking because it was his bike. Yeah. Like he went through that pain, like, oh my God. But the rest of us were just like, I'm going to go sleep. I'm going to pretend like this didn't happen. <laughs> and we'll yeah. talk And even, even if we haven't got the bike, we just, we would have just, uh, even without chain, even with a drivetrain, I, we, we, we have, we will have, uh, just go on pushing the bike yeah. or towing the bike, uh, just uh, keeping keeping forward. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I've got to say in, in watching, I could see the weight on Andreas. I mean, I, 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 was, I shouldn't have said, but have you guys watched all the episodes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So do you see that weight? I mean, I saw the weight on his shoulders. <laughs> I get text messages every day of people who felt that all over the place. <laughs> it was really, I guess you don't, you're tired or you don't go there. You don't want to put that burden on that person. Yeah. It, to me, when we watched it together, all of us, I mean, we all cried because, I mean, yeah. to, for him to feel that, I mean, we're, we're a family. We're, we're good friends, all of us. So that was like even more touching because we know the value of this. And, and I think that's, that was a real moment. We couldn't have like that wasn't staged. That no. couldn't have been rehearsed. That was that was the real deal. 
Yeah. I mean, you, you see it. And I, and I think to me, that's what, what the show did so well is, is picking those moments and, and, and catching uh Ben, you know, Dragon Dan. I mean, you know, they just, you know, they just caught that. And, and, and they, and this is, to me is like what a good editor or producer does is they see that and they see that story and they see how important that is. So Andreas breaking your, his bike really isn't important to the race, but it's so important to you guys and to him that it was like, oh yeah, that's that's very very cool. So, um, so we better give a shout out. Who did you get the bike from? Yeah. Very cool. So. Did that? I mean, so you, how much time did you lose there, or did you use your three hours and your in your ninety minutes? So, did you lose any time? Yeah, we lose about four to six hours. Okay. Four. Yeah. No, oh. there were like eight to ten. No. Eight no. <laughs> no. Yeah, because you arrive around eleven p.m. and we left the camp around nine used, the other day. Nine. Yeah. We use a sleep card. Oh. So yeah. then we noticed we had plus, to wait. Plus 90 minutes that you have to stay at the camp. Yeah. So, so. that means that we lose about six hours, not yeah. more than that. Okay. With yeah. the sleeping card, yeah. Yeah. yeah beside, beside what we have planned to sleep there. So you had that. Could you, did you, could you use more than one sleep card at a, at a time? You can use all of them. Okay. If you want it, but you don't want to. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> want to burn it, all, all of them. Yeah, yeah you could have went to the start line, gave them all your cards, and then slept for fifteen hours, and then started. Yeah. <laughs> the the Fijis, the New Zealand, they got uh, to the to the last uh, camp with well, the in in the in the in the show it appears that the. The Australia were chasing them, yeah. but Australia haven't used their all the the sleeping cards. Yeah. They must stop and stop like six hours to sleep, but the Fijis were were sleeping, so they were just uh, passing the camps with uh, sleeping. They were a little a little bit ahead, but with their time uh, full of sleeping and. Uh, Australian guys, where they must stop like six hours. Hmm. Yeah. It was a nice strategy, that sleeping cards. Yeah. I mean, that's something, you know, the, the mandatory stops and the mandatory sleep is something that's, you know, fairly new in adventure racing. Do you guys like that as a team, or do you wish you could just do whatever you want for sleep? Don't ask these guys. They're all going to – they love to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I like them. I like them, and uh, I feel it's uh, it's uh, more secure, yeah. or or is safe safer, yeah. because uh, at uh, seeing all the choppers and all the rescue teams, maybe you can if you were chased and uh, hurrying up to to meet a deadline, we you can push too far. Yeah. So it's I feel it's it's a good strategy and uh, it's mandatory for everyone. So it's another strategy that adds to the game of uh, adventure. Yeah, 
Well, yeah, that's it. It's the same for everybody. So, and and it does yeah. bring in a, another piece of strategy how you want to work yeah. it. So, uh, who met you at the finish? Only only your tack. <laughs> you, myself, and I. Yeah. So so it's like every other adventure race finish. Yeah. 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 It's really far away, so it's it's really hard to bring the kids and the wife and. Yeah. I was there. So, but uh, yeah, but I mean, no, nobody got family there. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's what it is, right? We met the the food doctors there, and that was special, also. <laughs> so yeah, so how did you guys fare physically? You know, problems, nicks, cuts, bruises. Me. I I think I was the only one with the that had nice foot. Nice foot, probably. Mm. And Gabby, you? Yeah, I started with some at the end of that Highland stretch. I didn't. I, something. I definitely the last forty-five minutes felt weird before I got to camp. Like I must have been starting with some kind of an infection. My feet were definitely already hurting hours before. But when I took my shoes off, I had the initial the initiation of that it, like a trench foot rot. Yeah. Red prickly things, they were swollen, but I have an awesome husband in tack that had like cured my feet and made me go like immediately to rest and put them up and then we cured them. When I saw that it was a bike section the next, I was like, good, because I can't walk. I was, I was really scared. I never mentioned it, but I couldn't stand up. Yeah. And he carried me to shower and I was like, if I have to walk the next trekking section, I'm scared. I might not be able to do it. But the two hours that we slept, the the iodine on the feet, a couple of anti-inflammatory, and I was I managed to make it to the finish line, but my feet were pretty pretty nasty. <laughs> so, well, I mean, yeah, hey, you're in the jungle for nine days. What did you expect? <laughs> oh, since there were so many people, this wasn't on the show that much. A lot of people were dropping out left and right because, yeah. because of the feet. I would I would guess that that was the biggest reason that teams dropped out is feet. Yeah. Also, time cuts. Many okay. of them didn't didn't get to the time cuts. Yeah. So yes, and the feet. Yeah. Those two things. So, um, the 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 pool swim above the falls is, is it as was it as bad as it showed? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is. Yeah. Yeah. See this, I. I got to regress here a little bit. When this all stuff all started happening and people started using Zoom for everything, I'm like, come on, what's this? I love being able to see you guys in your reactions when I ask questions like that. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Brandy, that section, it was just like the Billy Billy. You could not move faster. It yeah. was literally slow motion. Like you're talking 1.5, if you're lucky, two kilometers per hour. Uh, like, cause it's slippery, it's freezing. We did it at night. So usually that does like half of yeah. it, the first half. Yeah. So that section was like, and I just remember Kevin Hodder did say something. He was like, right before we left on this random, he was like, if you make it past that section, you're good. Yeah. So that was the only thing we had in our mind was like, okay, we just, it doesn't like the pain is temporary. We're going to push it. But it was so slow and long. And cold, yeah, miserable. How much? 
Yeah. Also, also the 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 uh, hard part of that was all the slippery and uh, not it was not the problem of the of the cold water because once you were in the water, your body uh, feels a little bit comfortable there, mm -hmm. but being out and in, in and out, in and out, in and out, and when you were just uh, half a body of uh, out of the of the water, you can't swim or and you can't walk. You have to crawl, and that was horrible. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look it didn't look very uh, inviting. So I haven't asked anybody this. When you were on the Billy Billies, was it was that like hot or cold or you can't you couldn't really tell from the from watching the show? It was not cold. Okay. It was so. not cold. Uh well none of us tried the water but uh, the water was great. We did. We did that at night with the Japanese. Oh ah, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. that part. Yeah. Well, we use a different strategy strategy in the Billy Billy. ¿Cómo decís manaletas, guys? Paddles. Swimming paddles. The hand paddles that you use for swimming. Uh-huh. We had it on our backpacks. So at the beginning, we were like standing up on the Billy Billy with the long sticks of bamboo. Uh -huh. And it was pretty, pretty slow. Uh -huh. Uh, we had the the current was on our favor, yeah. but we were pretty slow. So I I, I said the guys maybe we can put these uh, these things at the end of the bamboo so we can use it like a paddles, and then we started to pass some teams. Yeah. They were not so happy with us because <laughs> they didn't have the 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 the, the paddles. So at the beginning I told my team that. It was about 30 kilometers. So you start thinking probably it's going to take us six to seven hours. Mm -hmm. But then we pass the seven hours time more and more and we don't see the finish line, like the finish part of the Billy Billy. Mm -hmm. And at the end, we find out that it was 30 miles, not kilometers. Wow. Yeah. So that's why we did like two or three hours more of paddling, paddling in the Billy Billy. So do you end up in, and I saw this um, in 09 at the, at the primal quest here, Badlands. Do you, do you end up spending like, you know, hours trying to look around the corner to see if it's the finish line? <laughs> yeah. I lost. Yeah. Yeah. I lost. Well, first of all, nautical miles are different too, right? So estimating those are hard and we're not used to it, but I just remember Nets had looking at the map navigating. He was like, we're going here. And as we got closer, like islands would appear that weren't like, it was just, so we had no clue. And Nets could explain it to you more because we were more frustrated. We were like, wait, we thought it was that one. And when you get close, there's like 10 more. So it just felt like it was getting further away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was going to ask you, like the racer briefing beforehand, was it very comprehensive? Did they cover a lot of stuff that you would uh, that you were going to see, or was it just like um, go in the jungle, don't die? 
Well, it, it was just general information. They they didn't tell us in which, uh, how how do we're going to start. We didn't know it until we start walking to the river at, uh, the next day and saw the Kamakau. So they only tell us to bring our our BFDs. Yeah. In your backpacks, bring your paddles. That means you're going to the water, but you don't know if you're going to the OC, or OC to the Otrier Canoe, or we didn't know. They actually only gave us like general information about dates, hours, but you don't know nothing until yeah. five minutes before the start of the race. Yeah, so Roy Malone on Bone said, they didn't know how long the race was going to be, really, because you get one section at a time, right? Yeah. Exactly. So, um, all right, we're going to start to wrap up here, which is, which in my speak means we're probably going to talk forever. Um, where where are your medallions? I have my medallion just right here in my bed, in front okay. of my bed. <laughs> so did you did you split them all up? Everybody take one. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was very cool. Everyone took the section that maybe they most felt. Feared. Ah. Yeah. Well, I feared. <laughs> My mother feared. Yeah. No, Mine is the ocean one. <laughs> so who who died for the ocean one? The one that died is not here. No. <laughs> oh, oh, the diving. Sebastian. The diving. Sebastian. Sebastian, Sebastian Lancho. One on the team and the newer one, so we kind of were like, "You got to go." <laughs> <laughs> it sucks to be the rookie. <laughs> I, I got the rusty medallion now in my house. Yeah, yeah those are. Um, yeah, I, I think we're going to see something like that in other races because that was very, very, very cool. Yes. So, um, so what do you guys? I mean, you. Have you heard anything? What I heard is the top 10 teams get automatically invited to Patagonia, but have you heard anything? Do you guys do you guys have a better chance of getting in? Do you know? Yeah. Hard to tell. No. Yeah. So, but. but I don't but, think that's, we haven't heard any news. I think it's just pretty much up to. Yeah. But they, we have our fingers crossed and we're hoping for it because we, we want to go back. Well, I mean, I, I I probably shouldn't say this, but you look like you finished. You had a little bit of TV drama. That doesn't hurt. <laughs> so, I mean, there's no reason why they shouldn't take you. But, uh, yeah, it's like, I mean, I heard a th- they had a 1,000 applications already. Oh, yeah. Which, which is probably a little exaggeration, but it might not be. Uh, no, I, I don't think so. And uh, we're uh, – most happy that uh, th- such a big production because uh, they w- they told us it was the biggest production ever outdoors. So well, you have to have return and and good feedback from the audience and the the sponsorship of Amazon Prime or I don't know. Yeah. And so we're just happy that. Uh, uh, there will be another another eco challenge yeah. of that size. Yeah. Well, and you know, and then they they say three years, so we'll have. Randy, yeah. You know that 
a lot of teams, uh, a lot of people have watched the, the episodes. Mm -hmm. And I think that you cannot see by watching the episodes the toughness or, or what you need to conquer that type of uh, races. And I think a lot of teams are going to apply and they don't even know what they are doing or what they are committing to. No. Uh, probably they like running and they have run a couple of marathons or, or they have done uh, X amount of uh, yeah. miles in the mountain bike. But th there's a lot of things back yeah. that people cannot imagine what yeah. this means. And for example, I have been training and competing for the past probably 20, 25 years. I've done a couple of Ironmans. I have uh, competed with these guys in the USARA races. And for me, those 36 hours in USARA, it's more than enough for my body. <laughs> I have really bad knees and really bad back. So it really sucks. I probably would love to do a, a longer race, but with 40 hours, uh, I'm done. And you suffer a lot in those 40 hours that you don't sleep. Yep. Not even 20 minutes. So going yeah. into the jungle 10 days, sleeping 45 minutes a day, and then using your cards every 48 hours, every 50 hours, it's insane. So that's probably what's going to happen with those thousand applications or probably more. Yeah. Yes. A lot of dumb people that doesn't know where they're going. And <laughs> I think Patagonia, it's a hardcore. Yeah. That's not well, a cookie. Yeah. Because you're going to add in being cold. So, yeah. Was that. Yeah. But hey, it's the enthusiasm is, I mean, <laughs> the, the, the people that I've seen, they have a, a saying in the South, bless their heart. That's what you say to somebody that's an idiot. So, <laughs> but but I'm hoping they're not going to get in. But they're like, this really does kind of look like fun. Maybe I'll find this 24 hour race or something, and 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 we'll go from there. Fingers crossed, right? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Um. So what haven't we covered? Did you guys have anything? I mean, obviously you've been talking about this race for. Well, almost a year. <laughs> so, so what, what, okay. Sort of the final question again, what do you guys keep coming back to when you talk to each other? New, new, new things <laughs> we haven't uh, remember because like uh, in 10 days, there's a lot of memories that you just forget. You lost the time. Yeah. And uh, even uh, we got back here, and uh, Netzer didn't uh, didn't knew that uh, the New Zealand uh, had uh, broken his canoe. So yeah. there's always something that you remember, and uh, there are always uh, new new stories that someone remembers, or when telling someone a little story, you remember. It's it's uh it's or, nice. or maybe we talk about our future plans if if we go to eco or if we or we can go to the worlds next year to Spain. Mm -hmm. We talk a lot 
about our family, future plans most of all the time. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to take the time right now and say, why don't you guys come to Florida in February and do C to C? It's a nice 72-hour race. It's harder than you would think. I always ask. I always ask Netzer to go, but Netzer organizes one of the. Oh yeah, yeah. So Gabby is trying to tell that we have tried to to be in that race for the last probably three years, but I am I am the race director of a mountain bike stage race in Guatemala that it's uh, always sits at the beginning of March. So it's the same. so I can travel on on February to this. To do this race, so. uh, we went me? with we went with Gavi and Sebastian, our, our other teammate, to do our race that it's called the Cauldron. Mm -hmm. That was on Jacksonville, near Jacksonville, I think. Yeah, so I think so. Yeah, it was only a twenty-four hour race, but yeah. I know yeah. that. If we are choose again for Eco Challenge, they said that we need uh, to take time on at the end of February, at the beginning of March. But yeah. if I if I go to Eco Challenge, I will probably have to make my time to go again to Patagonia with these guys. Yeah, I, I mean, what is your guys feeling? Can it happen in March or is it going to be in November? We're, Randy, we're still in, we're still technically in quarantine. Uh, not quarantine, but like Guatemala is only open like. I think we're the number two country that's been in lockdown longer. I mean, wow. we just got our semi phase one about two or three weeks ago. So. And so we have a curfew. We can't go out after nine. And it was five o'clock until three or four weeks ago. So we had, wow. we had a curfew for five at night, afternoon, five in the morning, March to the end of July. And so we're still living that yeah. restaurants haven't opened really. And they just started. So I'm, curious to see if they could do it because the airports are closed here you can't yeah. leave my mom came to visit from boca in march the week before covid started and she hasn't been able to get back she yeah. leaves next week so because our airport is still closed but i, I have I, I don't know why do you think randy but i have my thoughts that they should do the race around march because if not if they wait until november next year it's gonna take another year and another half a year of production, so we will be like year and a half, yeah. and it's too much. To the you need to have the continuous part of of the episodes and keep the people watching, and so I think we should start training again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Although I will say, at American TV, you know, some of the really popular shows take two years or two and a half years between seasons, so. Maybe. I, I, yeah, um, I won't get to go, so moot point to me. <laughs> but, so, are we good? What else do we want to talk about? Good. Um, well, I think for us, going to Patagonia will be like, because we have the advantage of speaking Spanish. Yeah. We've been there. Gabi has been there twice, racing in, in Patagonia twice. Uh, we don't have the cold weather here in Guatemala, so that means that we need to to probably go to the United States and try to make a camp uh, in the in the mountains yeah. just to train a little bit in 
ice climbing, I don't know. Yeah. So we're ready to Patagonia. Yeah. Well, Nets are sore to never come back to go back to Patagonia. <laughs> <laughs> After, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're certainly welcome to come to South Dakota in the middle of the winter. We'll get you all the. We'll get you some cold weather if you want. <laughs> Thank you, Randy. Yeah. Um, very cool. And just so you know, I'm probably going to put this episode together right now and probably post it post it in a couple hours. So great, and it'll be posted on 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 your website on your well, yeah, it'll it'll go on my yeah on the on the podcast page. But I'll I'll make sure to def, you know send you a link, but you'll be able to find it. So I've got it. And your your viewers are are primarily like your audience is primarily it's the, it's like the AR. Yeah. Yep. As I say, I I want to mention that I just want to say, because I know you're going to like this. I think um, you asked, and I forgot to say before you up, you talk about getting to that next level. Like when you say after the tour de France, Mm -hmm. I just want to mention that with Netsuit, Usada helped us up our game a little bit because he's a good navigator, but it's the races that we've done within the Usada circuit that just like I feel like that is what helped us up our game, which is a big element. So, yeah. that's very cool. Yeah, we're just we're getting and, ready um, to. I mean, we're thankful for those races because. I... So. Oh. So. <laughs> oh. so. You guys are having a little power problems, huh? That really sucks. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's probably the Guatemalan power company saying we've talked long enough. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, I really appreciate you guys taking the time to chat with us. And, um, yeah, I think uh, Randy, you guys – go ahead. Uh, can, uh, can I say this? I, yes. have, uh, I have COVID right now. So <laughs> – I got infected like a couple of days. I'm I'm at home right now. Yeah. Uh, we did send our video this this week to the Eco Challenge production, yeah. and I said to these guys that we should do a new one. Ask and tell them that if they want drama, we can make some drama. We <laughs> I, we we can be all together. I can kiss my friends. <laughs> <laughs> A COVID team, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the trouble is somebody's probably already thought of that and did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, all right. Well, I am, uh, yeah, you guys could talk all night because you can't go anywhere, right? Woo. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got to go feed my dog. There's a good excuse. So Chili would be upset if she goes much longer. So. Yeah, I, you guys have been great. Thanks, and you really Thanks, I think yep. you you brought something to the show. You really, I think you uh, added to it. So, thanks for that too. Thanks for your time, Randy. Yep. Thank Very much. Thanks for the opportunity, thanks, Randy. See you, so, next race. Bye. Okay. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you. Attention, all parents. Report to your local therapist. Report to your local church. Report to your local police department. It's going down. Glory into my son's eyes. Reveals the Lord. I felt her in the day. Insanity. It was a lie.
Stop.